Hello, footy fans. Welcome to In the In the Clear NRL podcast. I'm Chris Bolas. We're here ahead, ahead of round two, and I've got Matthew Lawrence with me here today. Good morning, Matt. Morning. Well, round one is done and done. There are some winners, some losers. Uh, Matt, what stuck with you from the weekend's games? Well, apart from feeling like a loser, Chris, yeah. um, I think, to be honest with you, it was the play the ball penalties. It's, it's a interesting. Rude, yeah, it's very interesting. The whole play the ball situation. I mean, you know, you look you look at some of them there. There would have been probably a centimeter between the the boot and the ball, but the whistle blew. And look, to be honest, there's so much more to look at in the game. Uh, yeah, the, yeah. The, I think the word attempt. So they got to attempt, attempt. To, play, to play the ball, and it's that word attempt. Yeah, I think there are a couple there that were attempting yeah. and they missed the ball. Yeah. It's one of those issues like the scrum where it hasn't been a big issue. I don't know why they decided to sing it. It's a big penalty though. It's a massive penalty. Penalties these days, we saw in the Penrith game on the weekend, you know, run a possession, Mm. at least the points these days. Absolutely. It's very very important that they get this thing. Without a players, Yeah, consistency is all we're after. Yeah, you look at that sort of thing though. I mean, it it dawned on me the the severity of it when I looked at it. I was watching the Melbourne game. I mean, when was the last time you saw Melbourne pinged within their own 20 for oh. god's sake and it was just any time a whistle blew you yeah. weren't quite sure which what way was going to happen go. exactly it was a bit frustrating for the fans i guess because you know watching the games you're not sure which way it was going to go whether that's right an attempt everyone doesn't have to put the ball you know, yeah the foot on the ball but it's an attempt it's um the word is a bit you know i reckon they should blanket ban and say if you don't touch your foot yeah. with the ball then it's a penalty yeah that way people know i think it's they're just trying to slow the play the ball well, just even a, a penalty that's a harsh i mean depending on where you are i mean we all know it the, the way it seems to go these days you get a penalty the good teams will score a try yeah depend you know but oh you saw so many momentum swings especially absolutely. The, that penrith game the, the titans game where the teams got to run yeah. possession so yeah penalties even more these days are vital. So oh, absolutely. Look, I personally think, I mean, I was watching a game with my, my old man over the weekend and he was he made the suggestion, look, just, just a handover. Hand yeah. over the ball. Forget the penalty, hand over the ball. Yeah. And the other um, thing, the seven tackles as well. There was a couple of seven yeah, tackles. Those second yeah. seven tackles had such a big advantage. Massive. I don't know if, don't know if they can handle it. I reckon they should go back to six. So just such a big yeah. advantage going back to seven. It's, um, yeah, you get the ball, you run it out there, oh, and then attack and kick. So absolutely. there's plenty of, um, yeah, I hope that it wasn't too bad. The refs, I think the refs are all right round one. It wasn't too much. To, yeah, look, as, as, as far as it goes, absolutely. Yeah, I think they're all right. I think they didn't do yeah. too bad. What stuck with you, though? For me, I think it was... Uh, I, Newcastle and the, and the West Tigers really yeah. stuck with me. I think they were just outstanding. The Newcastle Manly game, I think, was the best of the weekend. Yeah, they, yeah absolutely. They, they, you know, the Knights, for all the new players they had, mm-hmm. they actually rolled out really well. They had um, nine debutantes. They had, um, you know, Pierce the winning field goals, mm. and fairy tale, and all ah, that type could, of stuff. Could, you, could you have asked more? I mean, it was, it was, it was great. It was great. But I thought Manly showed enough. I thought Manly, if the, you know, they, they showed enough of that, they'll be, you know, yeah. fighting around that top eight again. But yeah, yeah. the Tigers, to me, wow. That you, if you could, you know, Talk about I'm going to bet your money on them hey. the other weekend. I would, it's, it was ridiculous how their defence, yeah. everyone talks about the win, it was, regardless of they won, they won yep. loss or draw, their defence was rock solid and it was just a really, it was a, it was a fresh a breath of fresh air to see them competing on every play and, there was yep. a, and the Raid wanted it more than the Roosters. The Roosters had the players, but it was a well, genuine case of they wanted it more. I think what made it more, uh, I suppose, it was just totally out of the blue, Chris. I mean, everyone had been talking the, the Roosters and, you know, how they were going to go and everyone was expecting such big things. I think, if anything, the, the, the Tigers just were able to go out there and, and, and play a game. Yeah, I think Tedesco you know? was a bit off his, off his game. Yeah. Old team. It wasn't yeah. Quite, and Cronk will get better. So I think the Roosters forward, I think we talked about it last week, the mm. Roosters forwards are going to come under the microscope this year big time. They're... Um, their middle forwards are not as good as, mm. are not performing. Um, up, they didn't perform in the big games last year. They haven't performed in round one. The spotlight's going to be on this week. They play the Dogs. 
they're going to have to lift or otherwise you can have all the Cooper Cronks and Tedesco as you want but yeah. if your forwards aren't going forward but see, what that also highlights Chris I mean you know both those players just even just keeping on Cronk and Tedesco they can be as good as you like but it just it just shows you how important it is they need to gel with the team yeah, you know, it just, it just shows they're going to need a few weeks, a good few weeks, I think, until they're going to really hit the straps. Oh, because they've revolved the whole team around Kronk. They, they've changed Absolutely. their whole game plan to Absolutely. fit Kronk in, which is right. You want to, he's a really good player, yeah. but it's going to take some time. You have to go there, you have to go there, different exactly players, right. different calls. It's not until you're there under pressure in a game situation that you learn those Very things. Very true. Tedesco, Tedesco, to me, looked a bit unfit. I don't know if it was me, but he wasn't, you know, mm. didn't look at his best, didn't have it. But mm. again, who knows what's going on there. But I, I'm... The Roosters will be there come September. Absolutely. But it's, you know, if you're one and five or one and four, they they need to they need to win a few games if they want to be pushing. Well, see, forward. I mean that's the other conjecture as well. You you talk about the teams that did really well this weekend. You know, are they going to have the stamina? I mean, well, I'm got, poor, our, our esteemed colleague Paul Roberts is not here, but the Warriors they were outstanding. Oh, phenomenal. phenomenal. Know, they they gave you bunnies a yeah. belt in. It was um, sick. They were yeah they they look fit in turn. We yeah. talk of fitness, they look really fit. Isaac yeah. Luke was sensational. RTS. They were, they were, and Sean Johnson, they, they could spring some surprises. If they can win their home games, they'll be, they're a chance. It's only one game, don't get too The biggest thing with the Warriors, we always know this, is attitude. And a lot's been said about it already, but the fact that after every play, every, every, every point, they huddled. They got together. It was like it was a religious experience for them. That was really good. I was, and they almost meditated after. It, it was crazy. After every try. I don't think I've seen the Warriors like that. I don't know what it is, but I think I don't know what any team Blake Green goes to. Yeah. They seem to just be calm. I don't know what it is about yeah. him. He had a, he had a, you know, he's normal six or seven out of ten game. Yeah. But you know, he just he just brings the calmness to the team. Yeah. And you know, had a couple that was without Mannering, was one of their best players. Absolutely. And, you know, you're talking attitude. I thought Brisbane were terrible. Brisbane's attitude <laughs> was disgraceful. I um, I'm I tipped them to miss the eight, and I'm you know after round one, I can't see anything that's changed. Yeah, they, they look like they were. I don't know where they were. They're on holidays. I'd be sending them to the glue factory already. That was shocking. Yeah, I, I absolutely shocking. When I turned on Thursday night, like the game, there was no contest there. They they just nah. weren't in the contest at all. Nah. I just can't see any. You know, their halves are fragile. Mm. Boyd's got his hamstring. And, you know, he's more problems with that. Yeah. Their forwards are lacking punch. Yeah, Matt Lodge, yeah, it was okay on debut, but yeah, he'll get better. But mm. I can't see a lot of upside for the Broncos. Alternatively, though, the Dragons, you go, you think, yeah, I mean, they, they played very well. They did, and 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 the Derby this week, I think they'll be, you know, they they'll be pumped for that too. Absolutely. I think the Dragons. I, I can't remember if I turned them in my eight, but I think um, on the form they showed with Ben Hunt mm. and Widdop Jelling like they did so quickly, I think. Um, I think they'll, I think they'll scrape in. Well, just goes to show as well, Chris, that that pre preseason, uh, you know, those preseason matches really don't mean much. Well, that's right, and again, they really didn't show much in well, those the, the again, two that I saw. That's right, they didn't show anything, and but again, you don't know yeah. what they're working on. You know, the Roosters that's didn't right. show anything. What well, they'll, you know, they've come out slow. Mm. Melbourne again, they just hit the ground running. I don't know what is in Melbourne. Yeah. They just hit the ground. The first five or six rounds are so vital. Yeah. Like you, if you're playing behind in the NRL, yep. it's very hard to come back. Absolutely. St. George showed last year, you get off to a good start, you can have a really mm. yeah, slow middle and almost they almost still made the eight. Yeah, so absolutely. That first, that first part is crucial. And again, it's interesting, I love round two because round two is, the, I think it's my favourite round of the year because mm. you have the big hype to round one. Absolutely. You have all the, you know, they're going so good, they're going so, so good. Mm. But then the teams that lost, they bounce back. I think it's always a strong, I think round two, you know, you'll see a lot of teams come back or on the other side, 
you'll see, you know, teams like Brisbane, whether they really got, you know, they take on the Cowboys this week, whether they are going to show something this year or whether teams are going to slide. Because I think teams like Newcastle, a lot of the, I think that's the first time in, in our history, the bottom four teams from the previous year won. It was. So, yeah. Yeah. you know, the teams are getting stronger. It's whether the teams at the top want to, you know, bounce back. I think there are a few teams that would have gone backwards in the off-season. Uh, but I think there's... agree, um, yeah. We'll, um, yeah, we'll see how we go there. Mm. But we'll, um, we'll introduce uh, Christina Pollard into the podcast now before we enter the game. Good morning, Christina. Good morning. How are we, Jess? Yeah. Good. Yeah, round one's done and done. What do you think of the, the action from the weekend? Well, look, being a Panthers fan, uh, I wasn't feeling too confident, I must admit, probably until 10 minutes before the end of the first half. Yeah. Like, mm. like... Things turned around quite quickly. We turned around 24 unanswered points. Got to be happy with that. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I, I must admit, up until that point, a little bit worried. I wasn't actually at the game. Um, I do like to go to Penrith. I love to go to the stadium. It's fantastic. Well, you would have been hard-pressed to get a ticket. She was a sellout. Well, I mean, Battle of the West. Mm. You know, it's, it's us versus Para. Mm. Um, and, yeah, absolutely fantastic at the, at the end of the game. When, you know, sort of last 10 minutes of the first half, Wacker Blake, solo effort, loved it. Um, then come back in the, in the second half. Nathan Cleary as well. I mean, what a player. Oh, sensational. We'll talk a bit more about Panthers after. Mm, we'll go mm. a bit more in depth. But we'll go. So we'll start going through the games um, one by one, starting on Thursday night. We'll give our views and we'll give our tips as well. Um, the derby starts Thursday night. Cronulla mm. uh, versus St George at Southern Cross Group Stadium. Yeah. Or Shark Park, as uh, we all know and love it. Um, a few changes uh, for both teams. The young winger, Sione Katoa, broke his jaw. He's out. Gallon returns to starting lineup for Cronulla. Um, for St George, they're one to seventeen as per. You know they were really good last week. Yeah, Matt, who do you go? Mates, looks Dragons are just going to go on with it. I think they'll go on with it this week. Uh, I look. I, I think the um, the Sharkies were were a bit lacklustre. I, I just you know they um, didn't show me a great deal to be honest with you. But I think the the Dragons they, I totally underestimated them, and I just think they was they were slick. Yeah, they were really good. I think they were good. Cronulla looked just disjointed. I don't know. Valentine yeah. Holmes at fullback. Yeah. You know, I don't think he's got one or two weeks left in him. I think. I think I'll give yeah. one or two more weeks. It's the problem is that Dugan. I think wants to play in the centres, but he's a better fullback. But yeah. I think Moylan's a better fullback than Dugan. But yeah. then you know they got Hodkinson lying around in the reserves. Whether he comes into the halves, it's a really messy situation. They have got three fullbacks there. Absolutely. And you know Valentine Holmes is a winger. Dugan's a fullback. Moylan's yeah. got a five eight. And, it's got the, all the makings of a, you know, a fragile team, disrupted unit. And Gallon start off the bench. I don't know if he's, you know, he's he can't play as well as he did last year. He played, no. he played sensational last year. I think if he's, if he's a bit slower than he was last year, not as well. I don't. I've had the Sharks missing my eight, and you know, I, I, mm. the week one, um, it's a, been a good pick so far. But they've got they've got the experience there. They've got really good experience. I, I think the, the look something uh, something to be said as well. You can't underestimate the impact of where you play too. I mean. They had a tough round one going up to face North Queensland. No, I think yeah, it's a, in very North good Queensland, point. it's probably a good time to it's go a tough there ask. because no, I don't think many people will beat North Queensland Absolutely. at all. At Absolutely, all. and what was it? I mean, Thurston's three hundredth, all that sort of stuff. Yeah. I mean, I know that you, you get those things out of the mind, but let's face it, you go into to basically North the North Queensland Fortress. It's, Again, a, it's a hard ask. And it's true. And it's true. And this is one of the games where I was talking about the round two comeback. That's right. It's yeah. whether, you know, that form line of, you know, were Brisbane that bad yeah, that made St. George this is good? The thing. And were the Cowboys that good? You know, did, were Cronulla played well to, you know, to Absolutely. match with the Cowboys? 
Who knows? That's what I mean. And they'll be stronger. Uh, Gallon, where another game match. You know, so this is one of the games where St George will start favourite, but I think um, it's a t- it always is a tough. Another will start favourite. I think St George the battle of the show. It's, yeah. it's always a tough clash. It is a tough clash. Christina, who do you reckon? Oh, look, I think I'm going to go for the Sharks. Good to on be you. honest, it's it, and I know what you're saying about Gallon, but uh, I mean, you know. We're still looking at a team here that, that, that does gel. I mean, we're talking round one, you True. know, we, we haven't, it, it's the first match. I mean, talking about pre-season just before, it's, it's really no measure. Who cares what, what happens pre-season, you know? It's, it's these matches that happen before round one. Um, I'm going to go the Sharks. Yeah, I think the, the Cronulla will be like the Roosters. They'll take a few weeks to gel. That's whether they can gel quickly enough. And whether, right. they, whether they stick with Holmes long term, I think they need mm. to bite the bullet. Mm. He's, he's the best winger in the game. Mm. Um, yeah, he's yeah, he's not getting involved. He's not a ball player at the back. I think they need a ball player, and that's why Dugan moving Dugan back there won't help that. I think they really need to move Moylan back to fullback, get his hands on the ball more. But we'll Definitely. see what he does. We'll see no. what he does. The first game on Friday night is the Roosters versus Canterbury mm. um, at Allianz at six pm. I don't know why they put a six pm game in the city. It's a nightmare schedule. Worst time. Mate. Yeah, Luke Kira returns for the Roosters. Bulldogs. No changes last week. They were good last week, Canterbury against Melbourne for large parts of that game. Um, they were. What do you reckon? Look, I, I just your, your blokes to come. You'll come good. Roosters. I think this will be the. You, you'll kick on with this one. Yeah, I think Kiri backs a big one. I think they were missing. Um, he adds. We'll talk about Blake Green, but yep. Kiri adds just that. He'll take that pressure off Cooper Cronk. Uh, again, we talked about the forwards. Yeah, you know, that Woods and Woods and um, Clemmer for Canterbury. If they yeah. lay a good platform. You know, they, they showed some promise last week. Four and, and Bayer showed mm. some really good ticker. Um, showed their attack. Um, they showed signs, Bulldogs. They'll be better than last well, year. Hearing, I think the Roosters will be too strong. We've got a more hero-dynamic Woods this week. Apparently, he's had his hair chopped he off. He had his hair chopped Thank off. Thank Christ for that. He, he, um, how ridiculous did he, he look? He looked ridiculous. That's a great hey. word. Um, Someone yeah. said he looked like a sushi chef. I, I agree. Yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> whatever he looked like, he played well. He actually played really well. So, I don't know. He, if they can, that's again, they'll try and match it through the middle of the Roosters. Yeah. Uh, but if yeah. they can't, I think the Roosters have too much class in the backs. Absolutely. Oh, look, I've got to agree. Um, I don't exactly know what a sushi chef's hair would look like. Um, like Woods. Yeah, well, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, look, I've got to agree. I think Roosters might be a little bit too strong. All right. Uh, the second game on Friday night is the Broncos versus the Cowboys at Suncorp, another derby. Mm. Um, I just can't see the Cowboys losing. Nah. No. Christina? Yeah, Cowboys all the way. Maddie? All the way with the yeah, Cowboys. Yeah, I think I was touching on it before. I think the Broncos, I think they... Unless they find a way to to match North Queensland's forward pack, which on paper is probably the best of the last decade, you know they got you know the Hess and Bolton coming off the bench. It's, mm-hmm. it's a spectacular forward pack. Um, How much of an impact does that Hess have? Oh, and hey? he, he just got no phenomenal. He doesn't have to worry about what like playing long minutes. He just come in, ripping. Yeah. They got you know McLean starting. Yeah, Morgan's named on the extended bench. He could even come back in. That will make mm. him even stronger. In the meantime, they have to stick with Thurston, some bloke. You know, I even he, imagine him he doing around. the Ivan Drago there. I must break you. <laughs> I imagine him saying that, and that would that, I'd be off the park. That's and that, it. But but he he just rips in. He can play in the middle. He can play on the edge. They've mm. just got so many options. Absolutely. And then you got Jake Granville just scheming around. The Broncos will need a major form reversal to yeah. even match it with them. I, I I think the Cowboys by plenty. Um, Saturday, first game on Saturday is Warriors versus Gold Coast across the ditch at Mount Smart. Yeah, look, hey, looking, uh, looking how they fed in Perth of mm. all places. Mm. Come on. But first again, home game. Again, it's the inconsistency. I they know. are the Warriors. If I you, know. The Warriors, you can't, you know, if you hey. tip the Warriors two weeks in a row in a right, you're doing well. But I think the trip there wasn't the problem. I think because it's around one, mm. they didn't have to deal with the trip. They have to deal with the trip back this time. It's a long trip. So yeah. they'll get a shorter preparation. Um, 
you know, this than obviously Gold Coast. I don't know. The way the the way they looked, it wasn't just the way they won. It was the way they looked. Attitude, the Warriors, my friend. The attitude. attitude, attitude, the circle, attitude. the circle of trust. They, come they on, really man. Well. And the, the Titans come back. Well, the Titans, you know, mm. I think that's a that's typical Titans. I think they'll be plucky. They'll they'll fight to the end. They've got Cartwright. They got a few guys that can put points on the board. Ash Taylor's the superstar. Mate, they were they were they were lean. They were mean. Back in Middle Earth. Yeah. No. I'm going with the band of orcs. Oh, if you go and form the Warriors, the Warriors should have been and win comfortably. But the Warriors and form are two words, you know, put in the same sentence. No, nah, well, I reckon this is this is the turning point for them. Yeah, you're going to be talking Warriors and you're going to be talking form yeah. for a while. I'm, hope, I'm hoping so because I really hope I, you look at the Warriors team and if they all play to their potential, yeah. they're a top four team. Absolutely. But if, if, you know, I'm hoping Sean Johnson can stay fit because he he'll run the Titans right mm, mm. It'll be a good matchup between him and Ash Taylor, actually. Oh, look, Warriors. I, I honestly think Warriors. I was really impressed with the with the match on the weekend. I thought it was fantastic. It was. Well, I'll leave sorry. the next game to you too, seeing as your two teams, Penrith versus South at Penrith. <laughs> Stadium at 5.30. Oh, Christina, look. why will Penrith win? Oh, look, just because I think that South were the biggest disappointment of round one. Yeah, we sorry were. about that, Matt. But, you know, I think our comeback, you know, was fantastic on the weekend. I'm tipping Penrith, obviously, yeah. hard overhead every time. Um, but I, I honestly think that we're, we're looking pretty good. I think that we did a, a fantastic job. And Matt, well, your, f- your first game was a sellout at home. You've got two, two on the trot. Mm. I'll tell you what. It's just going to be full, full of you. It's just going to be a round adventure. Although you've got to admit, black, it's, it's black Panther power because I tell you what, if if it doesn't, uh, I don't know how many bunnies you'll see some bunnies out there. But I tell oh, you, it should be packed again. It should be something. It should be something. It's, it it's, it's like remember, any of those. Like keeping in mind, it's going to be hot too. It's going to be bloody hot. But the the thing is, I think with any of, of those, you're one of those sides when you guys do well, your crowds turn up and get right behind. And and Penrith Stadium. Is an amazing place to watch football when she's packed. It is the vibes. Fantastic. The vibes electric, and when they're behind the home, I mean everything. Everything's on from the cheerleaders yeah. on the sideline to the growls you hear from the over the That's PA. Right. And I tell you what, a few a few of those growls getting behind those boys, I can't see my my guys. I tell you what, you, we're boiled. The bunnies are boiled. Bun- we boiled no, no Adam boiled Reynolds. Bunnies. No Adam Reynolds. But you know what? It's funny because yeah. I was going to say to you, to be honest with you, no Adam Reynolds. Maybe not such a bad thing. Adam Reynolds has not been the same player since we won that grand final, Correct. right? He's, he's, um, he's, he's seems to be so injury prone. Injury prone. I just yeah. And, yeah. and to be honest with you, the whole Johnson thing that was the worst game I've ever seen him play. Fullback and Johnson to me just don't mix. Again, I think he's like Valentine Holmes. He's a good winger. He's, he's a, a really good. Winger. He's a great, great winger. winger. He's a great finisher. I think you got Gagai there in the centres. Yeah. In the NRL. A centre these days doesn't have an, as much impact as the fullback. God he doesn't no. get his hands on the ball God enough. No. I think Gagai needs to go back to fullback. Inglis is still too raw from too raw. back injury. I think they need to move Inglis back to fullback. Get Johnson on the wing. I like Sam Burgess in the middle. I think they'll strengthen him because I think they need to. They need to find a place for Cameron Murray to come back. He's got some fitness, so I think they'll be better Souths again. Ooh. But they got to deal with the trip back from Perth too. Um, well, I think the only the only plus I found last week from the Rabbits was the fact that. Um, the bungling Burgess brothers didn't drop the ball, I don't think, which yeah. was was good to see for a change because well, that, it, it's heartbreaking. Well, again, running the form line, again, it's hard. Other Warriors are... Uh, yeah, that's, you, if, if, the, if we're putting the Warriors played really well, mm. Souths, you know, it might not have been as bad a loss as we thought if the Warriors go on to have a really good season. Yeah, I so, think we could have done with a few peptides, Chris. <laughs> it was disgraceful. Yeah, I don't know. I, don't run out, don't rule out South set. Again, this, this is one of the games where I think the... Yeah, Penrith won on the weekend, but they weren't... Ultra impressive. No. They they played well for you know forty yeah. minutes. Um, 
They'll get better, obviously, with time. They've so. got back-to-back home games, so that'd be, they would have had this in the calendar. No, you're right, well. One, two from two. But this is one of the games where I think a, be- a bounce back could happen, but I'm tipping uh, Penrith. Yeah. Um, second game on Saturday is Melbourne versus the West Tigers. Um, Billy Slater's 300th game. He comes back at fullback. Um, Storm will win. Ring the bells. Storm will win, but by how many? Will it be close? Mm. To be honest with you, no. no I, don't, I don't see this being close. Despite yeah. the, the form of the Tigers from last week, I think... Again, you're down there. You're in Melbourne. Such I, a tough I, place. I just can't see it. I can't see it. I think think Melbourne will run away with this one by I reckon at least twelve. It's so hard to say just because on the you know the form that the Tigers showed um, versus historically what we know to be correct <laughs> and the fact that they're going to be you know Melbourne's going to be playing at home. I would have thought going on last last week, going on round one. It would have been a closer matchup, but it, it just depends. I just have found the Tigers a little too unreliable in the past, and and you sort of you don't want to go off one round when you're tipping. You know well, that's right. I mean? It's very hard. It's you, it, you're throwing darts in some ways, but I think Melbourne Melbourne don't lose milestone games in general. But I think this will be close. Um, mm. They compete now. The Tigers under Ivan Cleary, they're very competitive. The defense yeah. is a lot stronger. It, as I said before, they won, but it was just the way that they defense. I don't think they've got enough points in them this year, but I think they'll they'll be they'll be gritty and they'll be in the games. I reckon at the fifty or sixty in the mark. But I think Melbourne will just blow them off the park in the back end. Um, first game on Sunday, Melbourne yeah. versus Parramatta, traditional rivalry as well. Lotto Land, um, Manly coming off a tight loss, and Parramatta, yeah, they were good for the first half, but not great. It's dropped too much ball in the second half. I'll go Manly on the back of a Tom Trebojevic masterclass. Christina? Mm, oh, I just don't want to tip Manly, to yeah, be honest. Yeah, no one likes para. Manly. No one wants the silver tails to win. Oh, God. No, I'm tipping para just because I don't like Manly. <laughs> it sounds logic, actually. Yes. I, I, look, I, personally, I, I'm going to have to go with Manly. Um, I, I, I just I was so disappointed with the Eels. I was so disappointed. It's the way it all capitulated at the end there. Well, to be leading fourteen um, nil in in, it's in that heat, I don't know how, how. It was very hard for them to lose. Like the, half time, half time cost them. But they, just before half time, they kept dropping some balls. That's and right. They just continued. It's it was like the play. Yeah, they just kept dropping, dropping balls. And again, they're like the Roosters. Their forward pack will come under the microscope because I don't think they have the forwards up front. They got their, they got the halves. They got the outside backs. They got you know all the attack in the world. But again, the, a lot the teams will think they mm. can get over the top of their forward pack, and that's what I totally agree with you. Because they they finished in the top four last year, so they'll be hunted this year. So I think they'll, teams will come out trying to attack their middle forwards, and they'll um, they'll find it tough. And if they don't, if Moses and Norman don't get that go forward, they can't unlock their try scoring ability. So I think Parramatta will need to change something. Or well, you know, we all know. I mean, they, different. They can never underestimate the importance of the forward pack. I mean, without the go forward. Really, I mean, it was uh, again, and a few teams showed this on the weekend. Trying to play the ball out wide early, they hadn't run, won the right to do so. Exactly, I mean, right. and, it and they get squashed. They get squashed straight away. Yeah, well, yeah. The back score the tries, but the games are won in the forwards, and you know, especially in the early rounds, if you can hold the ball and control the middle part of the game, mm. you're going to win more games than you lose. I think. Mm. I think a lot of teams try to go wide too early, and it would just cost them in the end. So I think it, Parramatta need to go back to what they do best, and I think they, they need to. Go for, try and establish them go forward in the middle because you look at Manly's pack and they it's a decent pack so if they can get over the top of Manly's pack I think they'll again it'll be played in hot conditions again ball control will be vital mm-hmm. um, I would say the first 20 minutes is imperative but the Paramount have dominated the last 20 minutes of their game and they end up getting enrolled so it just ball control is vital. I think Parramatta should have been ahead probably by more on the weekend. So Definitely. I think if they if they can if they can control the ball again, this is probably the third game. I think they can they'll start probably underdogs, but you know that bounce back factor is, is big in this game as well. Um, 
Last game of the round for round two is Canberra versus Newcastle at Geo Stadium. Canberra just love losing by what two to four <laughs> points every game. I don't know what it is. They had that game. I you know I got back from Penrith watching Penrith Power and they came. I was they win an eighteen nil. Mm. I don't know how they lost that game. Um, stupid errors, mistakes. You know all the little things that mm. you lose your games. Yeah. They they love doing. I don't know. I don't know what it is about Canberra. They just love doing the stupid mistakes. Yeah, they they do. The, look, the only thing I, I sort of this this is a real hard one to be honest with you. Um, I, I can't help but think. I mean, as much as it was, it was fantastic last week to watch the watch the Knights, the the Golden Point victory, the the, the fairy tale, as you said. How much of that exhausts you in a way, hundred percent, as a player? Because I mean, let's face it, you you saw the scenes at the end there. The you know Pierce getting held aloft. You'd swear it was the last game of the bloody season. Yeah. You know, to me, ultimate climax at the end of end of round one what does that do round two i mean to be honest with you i reckon it would take you a good couple of days to come down from it so you, you've still got that sort of what do they call it, the lactic acid yeah. build up and all that sort of stuff i just don't know i mean we could see a completely different nights go out this weekend i think they'll be down i think they'll, i think they'll have an off I, it's hard to back up the right Absolutely. it's gonna be hard to back up but i just i like the way newcastle played you know they've got a their forward packs just rock solid you definitely know, you look along the park you know the outside back's a bit of a question mark on, but mm. Ponga was sensational. Ponga yes. was a sensation. If Ponga and Pierce can continue to play like they did and the forward just keep rolling forward, I had the Newcastle in the bottom of eight, and I think they can sneak in there. Yeah. Uh, this is a game they need to win early Very on. Much so. They need to get over Canberra. Canberra side who looked, you know, when the when the game was on the line, they didn't have someone to ice the game, which is a concern. Josh Hodson, they'll miss him um, for, for that very reason. Um, they lose Tarpany out with a broken finger. Um, yeah. I, I, you look at their back line, you think, you know, Crocolet, Lua Rapana, they've been outstanding and wider. They're all good players, but their halves look vulnerable and their forward pack is not as strong as it well, used to be. In, I think, in I a way, Chris, you got to look at it too. This could be a bit of a, a make or break for the next few weeks because they've got a tough trot. They're, they're not back home until around five. Yeah. And you think who they're playing after this, mate? They got you, Blakes, after that. Yeah. Then they're going. Where are they going after that? They're going. I think they're taking on the. Uh, they've got the, the the dragons in there as well away. Wow. But they're going to have some some tough games, man. So yeah. they've got a lot to prove, I think, this week. Again, a lot of pressure on the Rays. Everyone expecting, you know, not last two years ago they were outstanding. You yeah. know, Bolters the Premiership. You know, that attacking style. Last year, you know, they, I think it was eight games they lost by one mm. try less. They've already started this year by one try less. They need to start winning those games. If they don't start winning those games early, you know, I think they could be in a bit of trouble. Mm. So where are they actually going to be playing? Are they at Newcastle or Canberra? They're at Canberra. They're, they're going to be at Canberra. They're playing oh, at okay. Canberra. I, I think yeah. it would be a lot easier. Well, not easier, obviously, but a, a lot more morale boosting for, for Newcastle to be playing at home. Yeah. I like to look at Newcastle and I, I sort of do align them a little bit with the atmosphere that you get at Penrith. Yeah. Um, because it's, it's a very, it's a close family there, you mm-hmm. know, and uh, I think that they do give the players a lot of a boost, you know, when you're in front of your home crowd and everything. Look, I, I would still be looking at Newcastle. I think that they were, they put in a good performance. I think that, you know, like you say, Canberra don't mind losing by a couple of points. <laughs> um, and yeah, I'd, I'd, I'd be I'd be looking at Newcastle for this one. Yeah, it's going to be tight. Yeah. I want to be playing Canberra too. This is the time of year you want to be playing them at home. At, at Canberra's home ground. Because yeah, it's, it's not it's, three degrees. It's not too cold yet. Yeah, so. yeah. I don't know. I think I'd rather be playing at three degrees than playing at 38. Oh, geez, no, tell you what, <laughs> that's going to be a hard match Canberra. on the weekend. No way. Yeah. It's tough. Again, by the time they get... They haven't made Canberra a fortress, but they should have. They should, right. Teams should be going down there June, July, August yeah. and yeah. not getting away with anything because it's too cold. But that's right. 
I don't know. To lose like they did last week was concerning, mm. to say the least. So I don't know. I think Canberra, I had them missing my eight, and I'm, I'm pretty confident that that might be the way this year. Mm. Um, we'll go on to the... We'll have a look with Christina here being the Panthers fan. We'll, we'll go on to the Penny Panthers chances for 2018 as we continue you know, to go through the start of the season. Everyone make their predictions. I think I, I had Penrith in my eight. Uh, Matt, did you have them in your eight last week? I think you. I don't think I did. Yeah, actually. I had Penrith's right a funny <laughs> team this year. Penrith, if you run the form line through Penrith, it's very tough. But to, Christina, tell me why Penrith are going to make. We've had some changes. I think we've had some positive changes. I think you know, obviously, we've had a few departures. We've, we've Moylan's out. We, you know, Cartwright's gone. Um, we've had a few obviously come in. We've and you know, I think. It, it's a funny, it's a funny old side, you know. It, last year, I think that we, you know, we, we, I think we looked pretty positive for a while there. Um, you know, things were going well. Uh, I think things have, have started off on a good foot. I'd, I'd have them in the top eight for this year, definitely. Um, I don't see why you wouldn't. Um, but look, I, I just think that going on the weekend, you know, that that was that was a good effort. Twenty-four unanswered points. I mean, you, you can't. There's nothing to be sneezed at. If we can continue that kind of momentum, well, why shouldn't we? You know, why shouldn't we be in the top eight? Um, you know, I, I think that over the last few years, there's just been so many changes um, within the club. You know, we've had we've had Ivan come and go, and then we got Griffins, and we, you know, a few players coming and going. We had Matt Moylan was going to be, you know, the, the youngest captain, and he sort of, it, towards the end of last year, wasn't really doing too much, then ended up leaving himself, and. Um, but we've had a, a core, you know, group of players, and particularly players like Cleary, who, you know, like I said before, I mean, the guy is just, he's got not only the ability, but he's got the, the mental ability. You know, he's, he's a mature player. He, he's, he's just shown himself to be one of these guys who are, who are very reliable. You know what I mean? And it, it's great to have players like him on our side. For his age, he's, 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 got, ma- he's got maturity beyond his years. He and, really and, does. And he is the man there at Penrith. He's, there's no doubt about it. You know, Moylan's yeah. gone, Cartwright's gone, all their big superstars are gone, but Cleary is the man. There's no, they've got Maloney there, but Maloney's just essentially there for a bit of experience. Yeah. Guy that's him around. Maloney, to be honest, had a pretty average game on the weekend, um, but he was just there. He's, he's got, it brings up winning culture to the club. Um, they've got a, a young team, you know, Dylan Edwards, you know, yeah. and... Oh, look, I, and I also think, and this is what I've always thought, you know, at last, particularly the last few years with the Panthers, the Panthers is a great place to be born. You know, we, we really do a good job with our juniors, I think. I, I, I think that the, you know, surrounding clubs, all that kind of thing, I think that we are a good nursery for players. If you have a look at a few of the younger players who have moved on to bigger, bigger and better things, you know, have a look at, for example, at the Tigers. You know, Ivan seemed to poach half the team when he left. You know, well, the production line keeps rolling on, and there's yeah. more players coming through the ranks, which is positive That's for Penrith. They're just that, you know, it's a matter of finding that right mix between experience and youth. And I think they've got that, that you know, with Wallace and Merrin in their pack. Well, Wallace was a, was a junior as well. You know, well, grew right. up in the lower mountains, went through you know everything down there. So, and and he's he's a great guy to keep a very level head. You know, he's he's another one who's who can show a bit of maturity. Who can show the other the younger blokes the way? Yeah, and James Tamo, he's second year. You know, he had a big mm. deal last year. He's he played a bit better on the weekend. They've got a, I think their team's a, a lot better balanced this year than it has been in previous years. That's why I had him in my eight. Their bench looks strong. Mm. Uh, you know, I think. Well, I think this this week on the bench is at um, Fisher Harris. I think Fisher Harris. He actually started last week. Campbell Gillard. So Campbell Gillard has come off the bench last week, and he played. You know, he can't yeah. play the last sixty minutes. That might be the formula they go with because. 
a lot of a lot of the time, the first twenty minutes, you know, it's hit and miss. You know, but you know, not a lot of happens. You try and establish. They brought Campbell Gillard and Kikau on last week and just opened the game up. So I think they'll go with that formula going forward. It's a good formula to have. Yeah. Um, having those guys on the bench. I mean, they've got strong bench. You know, Peach. They've got explosive one. And Blake out wide was outstanding last week. They've got Mansour. Yeah. They've got players all over the park. Um, and their depth's no problem because they got you know, as you said, their nursery is great. Yeah. Matt. Why aren't why aren't they making the eight though in your well, opinion? Well, so I'm all mixed up now, Chris. I yeah. mean, you know, we make these these, these calls early. <laughs> one on. week it's an answer goal. I had coming in six, mate. You're kidding me. Hey, it's only uh, round uh, one. It's only we, we, we'd probably come in sixth in the A grade comp after last year. <laughs> Look, to be honest with you, I'm, I, they're not one of the sort of sides that I would have looked at and, and and given any sort of second thought, only because, and you probably. I've sort of probably fallen guilty of the sort of underestimating some of those players that don't get as much of a rap as they should. Yeah. And I think that's what it comes down to. And you, you really, you study these guides and you look at things and you say, yeah, they've gone there and blah, 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 blah. You, know, you weigh it all up. And realistically, it's the unsung heroes half the time that are, are the ones that carry, carry you across the line. And I think Penrith have a lot of those. They have a lot of guys. Yeah, as a lot of as young, it proved to me on the weekend. Like they've replaced Moylan, a household name, origin player, with yes. Dylan Edwards. That's who's right. Not, who's not quite well known on a quarter of his salary. Absolutely. But he's, he's on the way up. And That's you know, right. a lot of these guys are on the way up. I don't think you can underestimate t- that too, Chris. The the sort of the, the players that, as you say, aren't, are on a quarter of the salary, they've got a lot more to play for, haven't they? Because they want to get the other three quarters of that salary. Exactly so right. So I don't think you can underestimate that. And obviously, I think I have. Yeah, well, but, if you look at Penrith's team, you know, Tyrone Peach is going to the Gold Coast next year to confirm. Mantle's mm. playing for a contract. Yes. Um, Cleary, he's, you know, he's, 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 Contracts up. Who knows where he'll go at the end of the year? A lot of these guys are playing for you know contracts, absolutely upgrades, those type of things. Um, they've got a couple of guys on big contracts, but a guy like Regal Campbell-Gillard, I think he's in for a massive season. I think he's mm. Origin bound um, this year. They, they've got the makings of a really good pack. I'm worried at hooker if Peter Wallace does get injured. He has been injury prone in the past. Yeah. Yeah. They don't have a really good replacement there at hooker. But you know, with Cleary and Maloney in the halves, again, around origin time, you know, they'll lose Maloney likely, but who knows if Maloney and Cleary will both be in origin together mm. as a package. Mm. That might affect them over the origin period. So that's a bit of a concern, which makes the first seven or eight weeks vital. They get Absolutely. as many points they can. So they'll lose, they, you know, I think Mantle probably might be on the wing this year for Nisla Wales, they'll lose him. But yeah, again, who knows? If Cleary can continue his upward path, mm. I, I can't. Pen, he's been in winning teams his whole junior career. Cleary, he's just a winner. Oh, absolutely. He's yeah. a winner. So yeah. I think with Cleary at halfback, their forward packs look strong. I, I think Penrith, again, if they, you talk about cold and hot mm. weather, mm. Penrith's mm. extreme. So yeah, yeah absolutely. There'll be you know, 35 degrees on, right. on Sunday, but you know, they'll get colder in the winter. They're tough, tough, tough. You, when you, again, a lot of these, a lot of the season, I think teams can win their home games. Mm. A lot of, uh, you know, it takes the pressure off your travelling. So Penrith can be two and zero at home, especially if it's, and you know, it'll set them up for a really good year. I well, and I, I, I don't. I think that I mean, I know I'm biased here, but I think that there's nothing like a Penrith game at home. To be honest, it it, it is such a family. You know, you can walk through the stadium, you can bump into, you know, anyone that you know. You can bump into players. You walk down the street in, in, in you know, down High Street in Penrith, and you you walk into players who are getting a coffee and whatever, and everyone will say hello. You know, it's it's that kind of club. Yeah, it, it makes it very hard for breeding club. in Penrith because you just don't know who's your brother and sister, really. <laughs> <do> you? <laughs> Listen, you can't say anything, Mister South Sydney. There were twenty one thousand there on Sunday, and there's no excuse for them not to be, you know, sellouts for a lot of the top nah, players. True, there's, true. Yeah. there's no excuse. Yeah, as I said, I think it's the largest junior league in, in New South yep. Wales. Yeah, there's no excuse for the. If they schedule, the, you know, again, Saturday 5.30, perfect time. There should be sellouts for a lot of the game. You've got a full house behind you. Yeah. yeah. 
Absolutely. Yeah, you know, it's a Penrith. You know, I said Penrith. I think I had them maybe seventh or eighth. You know, they could sneak a surprise again. Mm. Them, Parramatta and Penrith, those two teams, I think, could swing this year. You know, change places. Penrith being the top yeah. four, Parra the bottom part of the four. Mm. It's it's again we're round one. Let's not yeah, and that is let's not get it. Let's not be yeah. too rash. Let's yeah. not too rash. But I think there's a lot of upside to Penrith. We say this all the time. Absolutely. A lot of upside, but I think especially with Cleary, especially with Maloney, a lot of upside with Penrith. We'll mm. see how they go, but. Mm. Um, They've started strong. Christina. Oh, absolutely. There's a lot of hope for Penrith fans, so we'll see how we get Absolutely. Yeah, um, we'll end with a final thought, guys. So, has anyone got a final thought heading into round two, a prediction? Uh, I think they like to say before they before round two happens. Yeah, nobody likes that losing feeling. <laughs> yeah? Yeah, it just reminded me. As, as much as I said last week, Chris, that I've been, I've been hanging for this. I've been waiting for this. Yeah. I've been bored in the off-season. It's been driving me nuts. I actually felt worse. Yeah. Watching well, again, that game, and yeah. that's and and those teams will be. But know, isn't it wonderful? But you're a fan, right? Isn't imagine, it great? Imagine, yeah. but imagine a player thinking they've had that whole off season, absolutely, and then they lose round one. They're going to be pumped to come back for round two. That's what I'm saying. Round two is one of my favourite rounds of the year. That's my final thought. Don't go off too early. Don't you know? Don't say you know team's gone. Can't make the A. Absolutely. Can't make the four. I think there's a lot of teams this week that are going to come out and just show you know show their true colours. A lot of players. Like Tedesco, very much. So. They had you know poor games round one. Um, there'll be a lot of teams, yeah. You know, and so yeah, look at your team. Don't 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 get off them yet. Don't get off Souths yet. Don't look, get off the, Brewster. And this, don't get this off. is exactly this is this is the thing. What I love about the NRL is it's not like something. Say I'm in the English Premier League. You know, you're looking at a couple of teams that win all the time. The NRL, like you said just before, you know, what was the bottom, you know, the bottom, the bottom four, four came one. out with wins in round one. You know, That's the right. NRL is it's just so unpredictable. So, you know, round one, let's not predict too much. Um, and, and that's what I love about this competition because it's, it's anyone can win it, anyone can do anything. You know, and, and let's go forward and, and see how your team does, you know, obviously. Yeah, Don't yeah. give up on round Before one. Before we started. That's right. So that, that's what I just love about Perfect. The, the well, thanks, comp. Christina, for Thank joining you. us for round two. Matthew. Yes, Mr. Pleasure Chris. as always. Back next week. Back next week, round three. Uh, thanks, guys, for listening. Uh, you want to search us on iTunes. We're in the Clear NRL podcast. Um, enjoy the footy this week, guys, and have a great week. Go See on. See you, guys.